I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. College Football Live is presented by Dr. Pepper. When you're getting ready to open up the season, you can just kind of feel it in the air. Feel it coming in. Yeah, it's coming in fast, coming in hot like a meteor. Follow you into the black, into the eye of the storm. I want to punish them for four quarters. They ain't playing nobody like y'all. Oh. Uh, uh. Oh. Oh. You want it, college football? Wow! It's not really about what you want. It's about what you're willing to do to get it. Give me a, a, a The legend is born. Me, Tom, and We start with some breaking news. Rutgers Temple postponing their game to Saturday due to the flooding impact in the area from Wednesday's Tropical Storm Ida. Kickoff on Saturday will be at noon Eastern. Lot to get into next up. Coastal Carolina was undefeated last regular season. One of the most captivating seasons we've seen in years. How will that success continue to carry over into a new season? We'll try and figure that out. And speaking of new, Boise State UCF will bring out new head coaches. Gus Malzahn's ready to take a trip on Splash Mountain, making a big splash in Orlando. But Coach Andy Avalos and Boise State want to leave the Knights feeling blue. See what I did there? So many puns. And Knoxville has had more than its fair share of Rocky times and Rocky Top. But Josh Heupel has Vols fans hyped as the newest chapter in Tennessee kicks off tonight against Bowling Green. It's college football live, and we are excited right now for games happening. There's chaos everywhere. Sam Acho, I'm Jason Fitz. We hope to be joined by Mike Golick Jr. And the chaos starts tonight, Sam. I am all in for this. We just talked about a lot of what we're going to be talking about for the course of the next half an hour. But the thing we're all we've got all eyes on right now is Ohio State in their quarterback situation. C.J. Stroud, newest wonder quarterback behind center for the Buckeyes. Interestingly, even though Ohio State has brought back plenty of stars, they're only bringing back 52% of their offensive production. That's 10th fewest in FBS. So the question is, Sam, what should we expect from Ohio State with their new quarterback? Yeah, well, it might be 52 or 62 percent, but they got Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. That's 100 percent of everything you need. I could not be more excited about college football being back. And yes, I understand there were weeks, there were games last week, but that was week zero. This is week one and Ohio State. We can expect for them to dominate. Now, I will say this. Do not sleep on Minnesota. P.J. Fleck, two years ago in 2019, took that team to the Big Ten Championship. Tanner Morgan, that quarterback, he's motivated. They have the Big Ten running back of the year, Mo Ibrahim, 
do not sleep on the offense of Minnesota. But there are so many weapons. Ryan Day is 23-2 and two at coach. You see C.J. Stroud right there dropping dimes at quarterback. You got those two beasts at receiver. I mean, Ohio State's won the last four Big Ten championships. And so we're not sleeping on Minnesota, but I'm choosing Ohio State for this one. Well, let's stick there for a second there, Sam, because we talk about this quarterback situation, and look, this is not an easy cakewalk game. Like, a generation ago, week one was full of just a cupcake. You knew you could get your guys right. For a young quarterback coming in, what are you looking for early for him to see how he's adjusting? Yeah, well, that's the fear. Young quarterback coming in, you're starting your first game, you're playing against a team that is actually good. I want to see poise, calmness, and confidence in the pocket. We all know that C.J. Stroud can run the ball as well. But what will you do to get the ball to your receivers? I want to see him calm. I want to see him poise. We talk about these things that, that truly elite quarterbacks have. They, they're chill. They don't get rattled. Even if you're down, you might be down early. It might be closer than you expect. I want to see him take those hits early and finish strong. So you mentioned Minnesota. Let's go over there for a second. I'll never forget being at game day a couple of years ago, standing out in the snow, Minnesota taking everybody on. The question is, this year, are we getting that 2019 Minnesota or that 2020 Minnesota last year that didn't live up to those expectations? Yeah, see, I think we're getting the 2019 Minnesota. I think that last year was a little bit different. You had players opt out. You saw Rashad Bateman, first-round pick. He opted out. He opted in. He opted back out. There was so much uncertainty. The season wasn't going to happen in Minnesota in the Big Ten. And then all of a sudden, it happened. And so I kind of count last year as a wash. I didn't know what was going to happen in the Big Ten in general. But I go back to what I saw in 2019 with Tanner Morgan and P.J. Fleck. And I think we're going to see more of that 2019 Minnesota team, the team that went to the Big Ten championship, won the Big Ten West for the first time in a long time, I believe 116 years, they won that thing. I think you're going to see that team when, we, when they play tonight. Look, I want to because I love the row of the boat, uh, chaos, everything that comes with it. When you've spent all summer getting ready for a conference opponent like Minnesota, is there some sort of an edge when you are bringing some guys back and you feel some comfort coming into that? Yeah, I mean, it, it, getting ready for week one is always hard. So I played at the University of Texas. I played in the NFL. Week one, you never know what's going to happen. And so, yes, I understand that Ohio State is 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 picked to win, but you never know. People have been sleeping on Minnesota. This could be a year. This could be a game, breaking in a new quarterback. You don't know what's going to happen. Ohio State's got some questions on defense. Yes, we think they're going to be better. We understand they've got a, a dominant five-star freshman, JT Tuya Malowal, coming in to dominate as well. But I want to see what's going to happen. That's why I couldn't be more excited for this game tonight. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month. Tonight, tonight, tonight. Yeah, the energy is palpable, and look, it at least puts things in question marks when you've got quarterbacks with great programs that we haven't seen yet. So that gives you a little bit on that game, but let's get to the Wendy, the weekend wake-up brought to you by Wendy's Breakfast. We have a great slate of Big Ten games this week, including two ranked versus ranked matchups. Penn State traveling to Madison to take on the Badgers. Iowa hosting the Hoosiers. The only thing better than these games, Frosty Chinos, by the way. It's fr half Frosty, half iced coffee. I live on these things. It's going to just absolutely rule my fall. Check that weekend out for you. Speaking of Indiana, Iowa, the Big Ten, feels like it's Ohio State and then everyone else. And I feel like we do this every year. So, Sam, give me somebody else that you think can actually put up a challenge for the Big Ten. Well, I think it's got to be Indiana. And I understand they're going to play Ohio State. They're in the same division. I get that. But last year, no one was talking about 
Indiana. No one was talking about Tom Allen, and he talked about Leo, love each other. They play as a team. You saw Tom Allen dance in the locker room, kicking it. And then they got they got uh, Michael Penix Jr. at quarterback, Ty Freifogel at receiver. So, like, they have weapons. They were 6-1 last year during the regular season. And so let's not forget, Indiana can win, and they can win close games, but it's about culture and competence, and I think they might be able to pull up a, uh, put, put up a good chance against Ohio State. Let's not forget, the one loss they had last year was by one touchdown against Ohio State, and so Indiana needs to be talked about a whole lot more. So you're telling me there's a chance. Look, I'm just saying, Indiana football school now. In the meantime, Ohio State, Ryan Day, uh, he talks about it playing tennis and how it helped him mentally. And this is part of an upcoming college game day story on Ryan Day about mental health with Jen Ladder. Check out a little here. Why tennis? Well, um, it's better than a treadmill. Um, you can hit the ball really hard. Just allowed me to get over there and sweat and yell and curse and try to hammer a, a tennis ball so that maybe for about half an hour I can kind of get that off my chest and come back and be a better coach. That's one of the things in in our profession is you have to kind of find those outlets because you're you know, in season especially you're you're kind of with the guys you're practicing or you're in that meeting room and, and trying to find different outlets can make you a better coach a better communicator clears your head a little bit gives you better perspective. That's a big part of, you know, things that I talk to our guys about and, uh, is, you know, really you got to take care of your body, but you got to take care of your mind. And more than anything, it kind of helps me um, clear my mind and, and have a fresh, you know, look on the rest of the day. Game day coming at you. Obviously, Georgia Clemson, the game everybody's got their eyes on live from Charlotte, Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern. You don't want to miss the guys back in action with all the atmosphere and all the fans. That's obviously Saturday morning. In the meantime, coming up here, one of our favorite coaches and analysts, the ACC Network's Mark Rick, breakdown Clemson, Georgia, and more. That's coming up. Plus, we'll go surfing. Not real surfing. I'm not athletic enough to do that. But we'll flip through some of the best matchups on TV, like Texas and Louisiana. Should there be some upset alerts on this big week one? We'll tell you next. College Football Live. College Football Live is presented by delicious ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Fans have waited a long time for this one. This is big. Most impactful game you could have to start a season. Georgia, Clemson, Saturday at 7.30 on ABC. Coach Richt has been a coach at the highest level. He's been an analyst at the highest level. Now he's an author at the highest level. New book, Make the Call Out. Coach, thanks so much for hanging out with us. One of the chapters in your book focuses on life and how you can get life lessons out of football. How do they intersect to you? Well, you know, there's a chapter called, make, uh, called uh, Finish the Drill. And it, it, it basically 
started with the football drills that we did that were pretty grueling in the offseason. And there was a finish line to every drill. So it was always talk, we always talked about finishing the drill, which meant never quit and, start, and finish just as good as you started. So same thing is true in life. You got to finish the drill in your marriage, in your relationships, in your education, whatever it may be. So these guys learned to gr go through that offseason program and never quit. And if they could do that, they could do anything in life. Well, we've got some matchups this weekend with teams that have no quit in them. One of them is Miami and Alabama. You know these programs incredibly well. In your mind, right. what's one thing Miami has to do if they want to be able to be competitive with Alabama? Right. Well, their offensive line has got to give De'Ara King time to execute. I mean, he, he can't be running for his life uh, back there. And, uh, you know, offensive line for Miami has been problematic. They are a little more mature. They've got a bunch of starts under their belt. And uh, so if they do a good job of just providing a little bit of space for the runners and a little bit of, you know, time for the quarterback, De'Ara King can do some big things. But if he's running for his life, it'll be a long day. Anytime I can talk to a coach about game planning, I have to. So I was just talking to Sam Ocho on the show about the difficulty of week one. You've got Clemson, Georgia, two teams that have no preseason. Right. Now they're going up against each other. They're a little bit blind about each other, non-traditional opponent. opponent. Right. What's the biggest challenge from a coaching standpoint on getting your team ready for right. this kind of matchup? Well, the biggest issue is that very thing, the, the, the unknown, what you don't know. Now, you know, when it comes to new personnel, that happens all the time in college, and you just – kind of get it, but what happens sometimes is somebody changes something schematically in a big way that, you know, you, you watch film all summer long, you're getting ready for your game plan, you got your call sheet ready to go, and then all of a sudden they're doing things that you didn't expect them to do. And that's when you need a veteran team and a veteran coaching staff, quite frankly, to make the adjustments and not just go right off that call sheet. For a coach, where's the line between sticking to what you know you do well and then trying to get super creative because it is week one and you can get them by surprise? Well, the big thing is if you have veteran players, you can make adjustments. You could say, hey, they're doing something that happened a year ago and this is what we're going to do about it. But if you got a bunch of young guys and, and all of a sudden you try to change the plan, and you're not changing it dramatically, but you might emphasize, emphasize something different in your game plan than you thought you were going to emphasize, it could be a long day. Just going back real quick, when I was at Florida State, we played Miami. We're both, I think we were number one and they were number two. And they went to a Buddy Ryan defense over the summer. We didn't know about it. We got beat 31 nothing. <laughs> all right, Coach. Now, obviously, I see the stadium behind you. The ACC network is all out there ready for it. USF taking on NC State. What's the storyline you're looking for in this game? Well, the big thing is Devin Leary coming back from injury. I mean, he played extremely well. He was 3-0 as a starter last year. Uh, he throws a beautiful deep ball, but, you know, he's coming back from injury, and, and, you know, he's coming back to see if he could shake off the rust. So we'll, we'll see how long it takes for him to do that. But I'm mostly interested to see how Devin comes out of here and starts playing fast. Well, for everything you've accomplished in your life already, Coach, congratulations on being an author. Again, the book is Make the Call. Coach, we appreciate you hanging out with us. Have a great season, my friend. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. Uh, obviously, there you see the, the book right there. You guys can check it out, Make the Call. Uh, get it wherever you get your books uh, right now. In the meantime, we've got extra points to get you caught up on. We'll get you caught up on some of the news and notes from around the rest of college football. And it starts with Jimbo getting that money.
always in for guys getting paid. He gets a four-year extension that brings his annual salary to over $9 million per year. That's what I like to call better beat Bama money as he gets that big extension. Congratulations, Coach, for securing the bag. Next up, we've got a little bit of news out of Florida State. Florida State legend Bobby Bowden passed away last month at the age of 91. The team will be honoring Coach Bowden all year with banners, patches on Coach Polos, his signature being painted on the field and more throughout the season. That starts, obviously, with their matchup against Notre Dame on Sunday. And there you see it. That's the LSU trucks leaving NRG Stadium. Remember, because of Hurricane Ida, they had to practice in Houston. Well, those trucks have made it all the way from Houston, now headed to the Rose Bowl ahead of their matchup this weekend against UCLA. Uh, obviously, there's bigger things going on for all of Louisiana than football, but seeing those trucks arrive at the Staples Center, knowing they're just down the road from where this game will take place, at least gives everybody a little bit of an escape and LSU an opportunity to get out and uh, do what they do. Uh, in the meantime, you can help people affected by Hurricane Ida. Donate now, redcross.org slash ESPN. That's redcross.org slash ESPN to respond to and help people recover from this uh, disaster. All right, it's college football's weekend to shine. Matchups starting tonight, running all the way through Monday night. We'll go through some of the best of the games, and we'll do that next. You're watching College Football Live, presented by Dr. Pepper. College Football Live is presented by delicious ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. John, you know, New Jersey has given birth to a lot of great things. Sure. Edison's light bulb. Yeah. Condensed soup. That was us. Yep. You. Thank you, sir. But I'd say none of those things are more important than what was born right here at Rutgers. Beer pong was invented. No. Football. Rutgers is where football was born. See, I can't believe that. I, I would have thought it'd been like Pittsburgh or, or Texas or a place that's good at football would have been. You would have thought wrong. It's right here. Rutgers versus Princeton. Eli's Places. You can check it out nice streaming on ESPN Plus exclusively. You don't want to miss it. In the meantime, let's take a look at our Dr. Pepper Championship Drive Game of the Week preview. That's right, Notre Dame finished 10-2 last season, only returns 55% of its production, the fifth lowest in the FBS, according to Bill Connolly. On the other side, we have Mike Norvell and the Knowles, who finished under 500 for the third straight season, but they returned 77% of their production. So now that there's not a Golik here to interrupt us, uh, Sam Macho, you think there's a chance here Florida State can pull off the upset? I don't. I really don't. So Notre Dame got better. Like, even defensively, they got better. Everyone was, everyone was talking about how great Cincinnati's defense was last year. Well, you know who Notre Dame's new defensive coordinator is? The guy who was at Cincinnati. And so I don't see an upset coming for this game. I, I like Notre Dame. All right. Well, I think you're probably right. I just wanted us to make Mike Golick Jr. mad. All right. In the meantime, let's get some channel surfing in. We'll run through some other games you got to keep an eye on this weekend. And it starts with Louisiana taking on Texas. Now, it's easy to say that this won't be much of a matchup, but Louisiana is returning 19 of their starters from a team that really everybody fell in love with. Texas bringing in Steve Sarkeesian. I mean, obviously you want to start things off the right way, Acho, especially when you're talking about 
Sarkeesian, Texas, and all of the SEC Big 12 talk, but this could be a tough matchup. Yeah, let's not forget, uh, Louisiana mopped the floor with the Big 12 last year. Like, they beat Iowa State, which was second in the Big 12 last year. Texas has Shark, number one. They got Josh Moore at receiver, who Sark's really excited about. They got Hudson Card at quarterback, which we're talking about as well. This is going to be closer than people think. This could be a great coming out party for Sark, or it could be a really bad loss in week one against a raked opponent. All right, let's move on and see what the next game is we've got on our channel surfing. You get to call this one, Acho. What do you got that you're excited for? Absolutely. Well, I'm excited about the North Carolina game that against Virginia Tech. And so Matt Brown, he coached me in college. He talked about this. He said, you have to win your state and then win your region. And then you win the nation. They won their state last year, but now they're going to the region. What will Sam Howell do? Who will Sam Howell be? Right? He's a Heisman candidate. But Virginia Tech, they're not something to laugh at or to laugh about. They could come in and beat North Carolina. We talked about this last year. North Carolina struggled in big games. They struggled in close games. This could be a close game if they want to be in that playoff conversation. If you want to have defenders, right, like Storm Duck, defenders like Gimmel who can come and be for North Carolina and shine, you have to shine when the lights are bright. And that, and that starts tomorrow. And so Sam Howell, looking forward to, look forward to who's going to produce, right? Josh yeah. Downs, is he going to come and produce for North Carolina? You lost four of your superstars on offense, right? Running backs and receivers. Who's going to step up? Yeah, you, you left out the most important part, which is just hearing inner Sandman as everybody runs in with actual fans in the stands. Will be a delight. And NFL fans are going to become Sam Howell obsessed. That starts uh, through this matchup. By the end of the year, there's going to be somebody out there clamoring to tank for Sam. It's inevitable. All right, we're going to get another game in here, and I'm going to go with this one. Uh, look, all eyes are on LSU uh, constantly because of the pressure around that program. But LSU at UCLA, to me, is particularly interesting. Now, I know UCLA beat up on a not very good Hawaii team, but they at least got one in, right? At this point, LSU comes in, and this is an LSU team that because of its recruiting class, people think is going to automatically step right back in. If they don't, I think there's real pressure because it's not going to be difficult for LSU diehards to say, wait, maybe it was Brady and Burrow that won us a championship, not Orgeron. And I know that's crazy to say when you're not that far removed, but Sam, I keep looking at this saying at some point, LSU's got to have a very productive season, and it has to start with a good showing against UCLA because this is not going to be an easy year for them. Absolutely. Right before this game started, everyone was talking about UCLA and what's going to happen, and Chip Kelly hasn't performed or produced 0-6 in non-conference. Then they go and they mop the floor with Hawaii. Zach Charbonnet was running all over everybody, running through the six with my well, – he was going. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> UCLA is like, oh, wow, we're here. But LSU is also here. So they're going to play – LSU's going to UCLA, going to the Rose Bowl. What's going to happen? I'm predicting LSU. But UCLA, they had the 12th-ranked rushing attack last year in yards per game. Will they run all over LSU and them Tigers? Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Yeah, I mean, fourth most total uh, fourth most total yards in FBS given up by that LSU defense, the worst against the pass in the country. It is going to be interesting to see. Also, should acknowledge everything else going on in Louisiana and what it means for these kids. In the meantime, college game day. Don't forget, Saturday, 9 a.m. Eastern, they will be at Georgia Clemson. That's coming at you from Charlotte. Going to be absolutely incredible seeing the guys, seeing the fans. Uh, it was great to see everybody back last week, obviously. Also, check out Countdown to Game Day digitally on 8.30 p.m. I'm sitting all over the place. He's Sam Macho. I'm Jason Fitz. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Enjoy an incredible Labor Day weekend of college football. Football's back!